The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic, ranked number one in the nation in heart care, 24 years in a row, according to U.S. News and World Report. More information is available at clevelandclinic.org slash rankings. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, August 30th. In today's news, the Trump administration is taking away passports from U.S. citizens who are of Hispanic descent. The general election in Florida kicks off with accusations of racism. And Rudy Giuliani's work for foreign clients causes an international incident in Romania. But first, the big idea. President Trump announced on Twitter yesterday that White House counsel Don McGahn will leave the administration this fall. That came as a surprise to Don McGahn, who had not spoken to Trump about leaving before the tweet was posted. He saw Trump's abrupt announcement as typical of how the president acts. One person who talked to him right after he found out said McGahn's reaction was, quote, of course it happened this way. In recent months, the relationship between Trump and McGahn has grown increasingly strained. They sometimes went days without having any substantive conversations, which is very rare for a president and his top lawyer. Politico says their mutual frustrations with one another often manifested themselves in awkward silences rather than massive blowups. But the two have had several heated clashes in the White House that stemmed from Trump's steadfast belief that McGahn has not done enough to put an end into the investigations into whether the president obstructed justice or colluded with the Russian government to win the 2016 election. Here's some interesting palace intrigue, too. It was a story in Axios yesterday morning that McGahn was likely on his way out this fall that precipitated Trump's tweet. The New York Times says that McGahn thinks that piece was planted by Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner, who have been among McGahn's enemies in the White House. While McGahn's departure after the coming Supreme Court confirmation fight was expected by many around town, it nonetheless threatens to further imperil Trump's precarious legal situation. McGahn had five deputy White House counsels. Three of them have recently departed, and a fourth, the one in charge of dealing with ethics issues, is on his way out on Friday. That leaves just one left. This turnover has prompted dismay among top officials at the Justice Department and Republican lawmakers. They regard McGahn and his office as a rare, stable, and accessible force inside an otherwise chaotic and dysfunctional White House. There's also growing concern among some close Trump allies, people who genuinely want the president to succeed. They fret that Trump is woefully unprepared for a coming legal storm. As one Trump ally who's in close communication with the White House tells the Washington Post, quote, winter is coming. This person, speaking on the condition of anonymity, added, quote, assuming Democrats win the House, which we all believe is a very strong likelihood, the White House will be under siege, but it's like tumbleweeds rolling down the halls over there. Nobody's prepared for war. Trump has recently consulted his personal attorneys about the likelihood of impeachment proceedings, but he's not directed his lawyers or his political aides to prepare an action plan, leaving allies to fret that the president doesn't appreciate the magnitude of what's in store next year. Any Democratic salvos wouldn't happen until after new members take office in January, Trump advisors say that seems like eons away in an administration juggling so many immediate problems, where the struggle is often to make it to the end of the day. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, 
the Trump administration is denying or stripping passports from a growing number of American citizens along the U.S.-Mexico border, throwing their citizenship into question. The administration is accusing hundreds, if not thousands, of Hispanics of using fraudulent birth certificates. In some cases, passport applicants with official and certified U.S. birth certificates are being jailed in immigration detention centers and entered into deportation proceedings. In other cases, they're stuck in Mexico, their passports suddenly revoked when they try to re-enter the United States. Often, as far as they're concerned, it feels like the only reason this is happening is because they have dark skin. The State Department claims it, quote, has not changed policy or practice regarding the adjudication of passport applications, but interviews with immigration attorneys and others on the ground at the border suggest a dramatic shift is underway. Number two, the morning after the Florida primary, critics accused Congressman Ron DeSantis, the Republican nominee, of using a racist dog whistle against his Democratic opponent. DeSantis called Andrew Gillum, who is black, quote, articulate during a Fox News appearance on Wednesday morning. He said that Florida would, quote, monkey this up if it elected Gillum as governor. Some see that language as containing coded racism. After the interview, Fox News Channel's Sandra Smith read a statement on the air on behalf of the network rebuking the monkey this up comment and saying Fox didn't approve of that language. She then read a statement in which DeSantis's campaign called it, quote, absurd to characterize the candidate's remarks as racist. Number three, a letter Rudy Giuliani sent to Romanian officials last week opposing a crackdown on corruption has drawn the attention of the State Department. It has also renewed questions about his continuing work for foreign clients while representing the president in the Russia investigation. Giuliani's letter caused significant ripples in Romania. The former New York mayor criticized the, quote, excesses of Romania's anti-corruption agency. He went after the head of that agency, someone who has been called Romania's Bob Mueller, and was praised by John McCain not long before he died. This puts Giuliani at odds with the State Department, which has supported efforts to prosecute corruption in Romania. In June, the United States joined with 11 other countries in a statement warning the Romanian government not to take measures that would weaken its ability to fight corruption. Giuliani said he received a call from State Department officials this week about the letter. They wanted to know if it was authentic. Giuliani said yes. White House officials were surprised to learn of Giuliani's work in Romania. Although he has overseas clients, he is not registered as a foreign agent with the Justice Department. He says it's unnecessary because he doesn't directly lobby the U.S. government. But White House aides say they're not privy to what Rudy's telling the president during their many private conversations. In response to a request for comment, a State Department spokesperson said, quote, Rudy Giuliani does not speak for the U.S. government on foreign policy. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, August 30th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.